0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Healing is Power. I pray that everyone is doing great on this Saturday afternoon. Um, I just want to say happy Memorial Day weekend to everyone. And um, you guys can find Healing is Power on Spotify. I'm now on iHeartRadio as well as Amazon Music. Um, This afternoon, I have the pleasure of um, having a very special guest on my podcast, Mr. Mark Lewis. Mark, how are you?
1: I'm good, Tia. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you so much for being on here with me um, this afternoon. I appreciate it. You bet. Yeah, so um, just kind of, you know, tell the audience, you know, who Mark Lewis is and, you know, how was, um, you know, everything growing up, you know, just tell us who you are.
1: Well, that's a pretty complicated question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a a corn-fed beef-eating boy from nebraska okay (laughs) Uh, born and raised in nebraska did uh 10 years in reno i went and lived in reno for 10 years and came back here to nebraska met the girl of my dreams and the love of my life and uh yeah i guess that's about it uh play a lot of piano Mm mm-hmm Oh, I work in newspaper. I'm a newspaper designer. Awesome. Uh, Music venue owner. So uh, yeah.
0: Cool. Um, How long have you been playing piano?
1: Oh, ever since I can remember, since I was about probably five years old,
0: I suppose. Oh, wow. That's that's an early start. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Cool. What, what, um,
1: what got you into, um, piano playing? I have no idea. Um, had a piano in the house. My, uh, my sisters were taking piano lessons and, uh, when they would get done, I would just go down there and bang on the piano. I just like it. It's kind of my, uh, it's my go-to when I'm feeling blue, when I need some emotional support. Mm -hmm. Uh, i find myself on the piano a lot
0: cool you know i tell everybody you know you got to find like that happy place like for me i um, doing the podcast is my happy place and music i love music i just especially like if i'm cleaning the house or whatever like i gotta have my music like on full blast that's like my happy place so that's great yeah yeah um so um you said you're from omaha nebraska what's life like nope, in north North
1: Platte, nebraska, nebraska.
0: No pla- I'm sorry. Well, what I mean in in general, like what is it like growing up in the state of Nebraska cuz I have um I have a cousin on my mom's side, she grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. And I don't know anything about the Midwest, so you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: We don't have an accent. Um You don't? No, everybody else has got an accent, I think. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the a lot of broadcasters come from the Midwest, but we say we don't have an accent and everybody else does. We use the word Ope a lot. Um, there's a lot of cows out here, a lot of corn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love now, uh, I think there's a lot of drugs and, tr- and crime out in Nebraska. So I, I don't know if that it's any different than anywhere else in America.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I heard it's kind of rough out there. You know, again, I've never been, but I've heard some stories about omaha
1: yeah omaha is about uh, four hours four hours east of us
0: okay okay cool so what are um what are some hobbies um that you like to do and like what's important to you in life
1: basically it's piano uh-huh. um yeah running the band factory uh the band factory has been Alexandra and I's project for a couple years now, and it's been tough, I'll tell you. Yeah. What's um, been about it? Oh, just, just getting started. You know, we, uh, I, I was working in, uh, actually I was doing a little sales work and I approached a gentleman here and I was looking for a let, let me back up a little bit. When, uh, when we were in North Platte, we had a, uh, a band studio, we called it. And all the guys get together and, you know, we'd play music and we'd sit around and fellowship and, you know, mm-hmm. have a good time. Well, I, I really missed that when I, I moved out of North Platte. I moved about, uh, I don't know, 50 minutes east of North Platte. And I'd approached this gentleman and I, I built up the courage one day and I asked him, I says, hey, you got any, uh, you got any buildings? you know, old buildings for rent or, or something where we could, you know, get, get some music equipment in and
0: Mm -hmm.
1: me and a few guys could practice. And he says, well, Mark just so happened to buy a building. He says, go over and take a look at it. So I come over and I take a look at the band factory and this place is huge, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, there is no way we can afford to rent this place. But he made us a good deal. And, uh, you know, we got some funds together, so we started renting it.
0: Uh-huh. And, is that where you are right now?
1: Yep. that's I'm pacing around in the band factory right now. Wow. It's, it's huge. It, it's pretty good size. So yeah. we, we had to do a lot of work to it. Uh, we had to paint all the walls. We had to tear out walls. We had to build a stage, you know. And this is coming, you know, right after the kind of the downside of COVID, if there is one. Yeah everything mm-hmm. was everything was so, everything was so yeah. expensive and we couldn't uh i mean we couldn't afford any materials we're living in a trailer house about you know 30 45 minutes away
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know everything is expensive the gas yeah. is killing us so uh, yeah I mean, we, we decided we're gonna try it anyway so we we started working on this building
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we put all i mean we, you know, we put everything we had into it we put all our uh you know, tax returns, all our stimulus checks, everything.
0: Wow, that's, that's and
1: To get to, to build a stage here, I'll show you that. There's a stage. I'm trying to. Okay,
0: nice. Yeah, I see it. Awesome.
1: Yeah, it's built entirely out of pallets.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you made. We drove around
1: and we found all the pallets that we could get our hands on. There's over 150 pallets in the stage. Uh huh. And we use some of the materials there used to be a, uh, a wall right there and we tore out that wall and mm-hmm. We very carefully saved the used all around the edge of the stage and then we got the walls painted and one day I thought to myself, self, let's get a hold of some artists and have the artists come in and do some artwork. And these people were just, I mean, they were Joy. They came in and here I can see here. They started to do these big murals all over on the walls. And we met a lot of nice people here where we live.
0: Oh, those are beautiful paintings.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: love it. I love artwork.
1: Well. We live in Cozad, Nebraska And in Cozad, there's the Robert Henry Museum And You know, that's that's a whole Another episode about Robert Henry So Very Famous Very uh, they have a Museum here dedicated to him And I mean, it's the paintings are amazing People come from all over the world to see it Nice So anyway we're right behind the Robert Henry Museum, and uh, so that's kind of why we started to do some artwork and whatnot here inside the band factory, but, you know, we, we used our money. We did everything we could. We decided that we were going to do our first show, and our first show was the Give Big Talent Show, where we were raising money for Cozad. You know, they, they have all these nonprofit organizations um, that help people so we put on we put on our first show and i mean it, it went all right but we we kind of lost a lot of money um but we didn't give up we're like all right we're gonna do it again all right so there was a canned food drive so we decided that we were gonna help with canned food drive and we brought in some bands and, and uh we charged like five bucks or two cans of food to get in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the next show, I mean, we did all right. We did all right, but,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, we, we did not make any money. And uh, this place is expensive to heat, I tell you. Oh. I mean, being open just like one or two days a week and to keep the place from freezing. I mean, we're looking at, you know, probably an average of six, $700 a month just keep the going, and the lights on and you know plus the rent so mm-hmm. we're getting on towards winter and out of nowhere these guys asked if they could come in here and start playing cornhole and if you don't know what cornhole is it means something different now I guess as we get older but it's, it's kind of like horseshoes only with beanbags and it's become very popular so these guys come in once a week and play cornhole and uh you know helps us keep the building going Slowly we got a few more people showing up, and you know, we decided to do a couple more shows, and we're just to the point now that we're just kind of, you know, everything's paying for itself. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a struggle. And and the thing with the band factory is that when we when we rented the place, we knew that it was it was short-lived. Mm-hmm. We knew that gentlemen that had bought the building. bought it with the intent of but he told me he says Mark keep doing what you're doing you know keep doing what you're doing don't worry about it I will find you another building I said okay, okay. so I went to go pay rent one day and he says Mark the timetable has been moved up just a little bit okay what, what does that mean he says well we're we're going to tear it down in the spring Oh. I know, And we had invested all of this money. I mean, you know, we got our liquor license.
0: Right, right.
1: We got our inventory. We're, we're starting to get people here. And yeah. But he says, Mark, don't worry. I got a building for you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to buy it? <laughs> and I was like, dude, there is no way we can afford to buy a building. I mean, there, there is no freaking way. He's like, I've got this church. And I was just like, fuck <laughs> that. That is not going to happen, my friend. I mean, you know, trying to keep things going. And and the gas, my God. You know, we're spending between five and $700 a month in just fuel yeah. to get back and forth. Like,
0: the gas is ridiculous right now. Like in California, I think it's like, 13 or 14 dollars per gallon in California
1: no way yes that is insane
0: yeah I'm just like I feel you know I feel sorry for those yeah I mean I don't know how they're you know most of them out there are like movie stars and they got money and stuff you know no. years back but I mean you know just like normal people living out there like how do you do it like you gotta be hustling at least four or five jobs to make ends meet
1: I know how do you do that Yeah. How do you do that? Right. (laughs) So, and and, you know, the Lord has been playing a part in all of this. I mean, he helped us find he helped us find the material. I mean, everything we got like, I don't even know, $20,000, just everything in it. All we have. So but the good Lord is like, all right, Mark here so he offered us uh, a church that he owned Mm -hmm. it's bigger it's nicer Mm -hmm. and he's gonna keep it for the same price as what we're paying right now and uh we're actually living in part of it so i mean we're saving so much money so everything got better all of a sudden everything got better
0: yeah, that's how it always happens. You know, things are a little rocky at first, and it seems like it's not working out, but then it's like, boom, God steps in and just
1: It's crazy. It yeah. He does. He really does. I mean, there's been a lot of struggles, you know, but I, I guess, you know, if if you ask God for wisdom, he's going to give you problems to solve, you know. If you ask God for, for power, he, he's going to you know, put you in situations where you're weak to help make you stronger.
0: Absolutely. I I think
1: you have to realize those things and, you know, it's an eye opener. It really is.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been in so many situations where I had no choice, but to get rid of the weak part of me and be strong. Right. I had no choice (laughs) and it was not anything easy, but I conquered and yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you can either give up or you can try. Right. You know, right. and Alex and I would come together, we'd pray about stuff and say, All right, this is what we're going to do. We're just, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to try. And it, so far, everything is just working out amazing. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. Right. You know, and you talk about struggles. You're talking about struggles, man. Um, So when I was uh, in my early 20s, I was about 22 years old,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I had a cousin, and he asked me to help him move. You know, he says, Mark, can you help me move? I says, yeah, man, come help you move. I hate moving, moving. move. But I was like, yeah, I'll come help. He says, okay, come meet me at four o'clock. I says, all right, all right, my friend, I'll be there at four o'clock. It was o'clock in the afternoon. One, two. I was at home. I was tired, so I kicked back in the recliner. I was watching TV. I was watching Sci-Fi Channel. I remember. I love. And uh, (laughs) um, I woke up and it was like four thirty. I was like, "Oh shit! I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry." know i'm running a little late i'll be right there and he says late mark where have you been and he's getting all irate with me i was like dude come on man i'm you know i'm a half an hour late he says mark that was yesterday oh so i had slept like 26 and a half 27 hours straight and i didn't know it i thought it was you know i lost an entire day well that that kept going and it started to progress. And it got to the point that I couldn't stay awake
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I kept falling asleep. I couldn't feed myself. Within uh, 30 days, I lost 40 pounds. I became dehydrated. I suffered malnutrition. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then my parents found me, they made me come home and live with them. Mm-hmm. They started taking me to the doctor. They had no idea it was wrong. They sent me all over to get all these tests and everything. Mm-hmm. So they finally diagnosed me with a disease called idiopathic central nervous system hypersomnia, which basically means I fall asleep or my nervous system shuts down for no apparent reason.
0: Can you say that one more time? Because it cut out a little bit, the video.
1: Oh, idiopathic central nervous system Hypersomnolence.
0: Okay. Now, yeah. what is that? Can you break down what that is? Like, how does that affect your your body and stuff like that? And how does it, you know...
1: with Basically, the- you just fall asleep and you can't wake up. And you will stay asleep for a long time. The longest like- I ever <laughs> slept was about 96 hours. I slept four, four days straight. And to me, wow. it was a blink of an eye. But it was four days later.
0: Did it... It'd be
1: like... 24 hours, 48 hours, you know, Mm -hmm. I'd be up just long enough to get something, you know, a little bit of something to eat, use the bathroom, get a drink, and I, I would be back asleep. So I went all over to these, uh, different doctors and they sent me for all these tests and they finally diagnosed me and they got me on some medication and, Mm -hmm. you know, things kind of got better, Wow. but, uh, yeah.
0: Now, when you fall asleep um this long, like, how do you feel when you wake up like d- d- exhausted? It, do you feel like you've been asleep that long, or does it nope. feel like like an overnight thing?
1: Nope. It feels like it's been about two seconds. My body hurts. I have a hard time moving. My legs don't want to move so good. Wow, yeah. So
0: you've gotten it under control now, pretty much since you've been on medication.
1: Oh, I've been fighting with it for almost 30 years. And yeah, uh, I mean, you just, you you learn to deal with it, I guess. Medications, yeah. The yeah. timing of the medications, what to do, what not to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's rough, man. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, you're, you know, you're hanging in there. I give you, I give you props for that. Well, thanks. Yeah, it's not easy, you know, you know, dealing with like you know, con, you know, medical conditions and stuff like that. And I um actually just graduated medical assisting school, and um I work in a gastro um gastrology office, and I see a lot of people there with like colon cancer, and yeah, they get infusion injections, and they're so weak, and it's 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 hard.
1: Oh, yeah yeah it
0: like it's i, pretty, I broke, the other day I broke down like it was the first time I had actually seen, um infusion and in, infusion patients, and it's kind of like almost kind of like seeing chemo uh chemo patients and I'm you know really sensitive with stuff like that, and I started to cry and I had to like really walk out the office like I was just so like, oh my god
1: so, I mean there so, is uh And life is not easy, you know. My mom, right now, my mom is she was in the hospital. She's ninety years old. Um, Yeah, I mean, she's on comfort care. They have pulled, you know, everything. The only thing she's getting is a little bit of morphine. Mm. Her whole body is shutting down.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: It's, I mean, how do you, you know, how do you deal with that? But it, it's something that we all go through.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, if we're lucky, if we're lucky, you know, we get to see our, our parents pass.
0: Yeah. Um, I, August of August 25th of 2010, I watched my mother transition. I was her only child. And at that time, my oldest was two. And I watched her transition. I talked her through it. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, besides child labor. <laughs> ah. And it's, so I, you know, to this day, I'm like, I give God all the praise because He is the one that got me through it. Because that was very, very difficult, and just to see her deteriorate, and it's like really nothing that you can do.
1: There's nothing. You want to talk about feeling helpless?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what I think, are you do? Yeah. And my mother was only 62 when she died. So that's oh. kind of
1: young. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. You
0: know, she had C. diff, uh, kidney failure. You know, basically just the, the the whole body just pretty much shut down. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And my sisters, you know, they're all crying. And, you know, they're looking for some kind of hope. And I, I just, I had to tell my sister. I was like, you know what? Your mom is going to die. There is nothing you can do about that. You know, so you need to come to terms with that and accept that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Um, cry if you need to cry. That's, you know, that's fine. But just remember, you're not, you're only crying for yourself. You're not crying for her because she is about to go on a journey. She's about to learn all the mysteries of life. She's about to be happy. Mm -hmm. No more pain. Mm -hmm. Renewed body. Feeling great. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, you know. It's okay we to cry. cry. That's cry fine.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Like we cry for ourselves because we're going to miss their physical
1: right. presence. You know, it doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> yeah, you know, but mean. you know, I think it, it's important to realize that that hey, you know, they're 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 going they're going to chapter two, and that's great. Yeah. So we'll be there too eventually. All of us go.
0: Oh yeah. We'll we'll get there one day. I'm not I'm not in a rush, but you No, know. I'm not either. <laughs> not in a rush, but yeah, we're definitely um gonna be there one day. <laughs> so um with the band factory, tell um tell the audience, you know, where they can find you guys, any social media platforms, uh, websites. Yep. Uh, no.
1: We are the band factory in Kozad. We're in Kozad, Nebraska. Um we're on the hundredth meridian, so that's where the east meets the west, they say. Okay. We do a lot of comedy shows. Um. Yeah, comedies, bands, music—it's all about the music.
0: Cool, cool. Any? Um, are you guys on Facebook, Instagram?
1: Yep, we are on Facebook. Okay. Band Factory and Kozad.
0: Okay cool so um i think you kind of already um touched on this a little bit already but um as you know my podcast is about you know healing and talking about you know different things that you've gone through in life um can you kind of like tell the listeners out there from your perspective um kind of like what healing is to you and how you dealt with healing in your life and like any advice that you can give to anybody out there to help them heal if they're going through something.
1: I mean, you got to believe. You have just got to believe. you got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe in other people. And it's amazing when you start to do good in the world, what the world will do good for you. Absolutely. I mean, if you, you know, and you've got to try. You've got to try. And if you don't succeed, man... And if it's your dream, try again and yeah. keep trying. Don't give up. If it's something you believe in and something you want, try. Absolutely. And you'll be amazed at what happens. I mean, all of this, all of this has happened to us, you know, in such a short amount of time. It is, I mean, it is unbelievable. It's, it's just, I am, I am in awe when I think about it. Sometimes I, I think I am dreaming and I'm you know, waiting to wake up, but we didn't give up and we tried and it wasn't easy. I mean, we had so many obstacles and so many hurdles and not just money. I mean, it was, you know, work until five or six o'clock at night and then getting done and then coming here and working until 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, doing stuff, trying to get things ready, doing, you know, working, working yeah. for your dreams. You got to, you know. It doesn't come easy. It does not come easy. But if you put forth the effort, you will be surprised at what happened.
0: Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Absolutely. Um, do you have, um, I, I always ask my guests, do you have like any regrets in life? And if you do um, like, like any regrets or do you wish that you could have done anything different in your younger years?
1: You know, I, I thought about that hmm and, and I don't know if I would change a thing I don't think I would change a thing because if I would it wouldn't put me where I'm at today yeah. you know this this whole path was carved out by what I did and yeah I mean I did some shady stuff when I was younger I'm not gonna lie and I got out into you know hmm I have my struggles, we'll say, but if it wasn't for those, it wouldn't make me the person that I am today. And I wouldn't be standing here Mm -hmm. and I would probably be on a totally different path. And I love my life. I love where I'm at. I love the direction everything is going. I wouldn't change a thing. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah.
0: Um, is there anything that comes to your spirit that you would like to share with anybody? Like just anything right at this moment that comes to your spirit that's heavy on your heart that you just want to let someone out there know?
1: Just don't stop believing and just try. Just yeah. try. Everybody has a dream. Mm-hmm. And I know not everybody is happy with their life, you know? Man, mm-hmm. I've had jobs that I just hate, you know? I didn't like my job. I didn't like going to work, hate <laughs> but I knew that there was, there was more, there had to be more to life. There had to be more than this, you know, just going to a job. I hate working eight, 10 hours and going home. There was more to life than that. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that you want to do, just, I mean, do it just at least try yeah. and you'll be amazed.
0: Absolutely. Um, is there anybody out there that you would like to give a huge shout out to? If so, shout them out.
1: Just Alexandra. Hey. Girl of my dreams, the love of my life. And wigs Teoli for not giving up. What up wigs? Keep busting it.
0: <laughs> um also um I know you you stated earlier that you play the piano. Would you like to give the audience a little 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 bit of your talent?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Let me see. Hey, hold on just a
0: second. I know the reception is horrible. I apologize, people.
1: (sighs) Hold on just a second. Sure. All right, are you still there?
0: Yeah, I'm still here.
1: All right, let's see. What do you like to hear? Say that again. What kind of music like? What kind of music do you like?
0: I um, I'm kind of a jazz, jazz. person, um, R and B, old school, soul.
1: Old if school. Do, if, you soul. A, if, you,
0: if you can do a tune by Stevie Wonder, <laughs> if you can do a piano.
1: <laughs> That's a tough one right there. I don't even think I can say that. Maybe a little blues. Classical music. I
0: like
1: classical too. Um, I learned a lot of piano watching Looney tunes, like
0: What's up,
1: Jerley Lewis? <laughs>
0: thank you (laughs) you're welcome that is so awesome well thanks you're welcome well Mark thank you so much for being on Healing is Power I appreciate your time Um, I I
1: appreciate appreciate you too
0: thank you Um, I appreciate you sharing your story with the world Um, that's what my podcast is about um, hearing other people's um, journeys and their stories and You know their outlook on healing, and you know, so you know, maybe you can help a soul out there. You know, kind of deal with whatever they're going through in life.
1: Don't give up. Stay positive. You can do it.
0: Absolutely, I agree. Well, we're here, and it's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you. We'll see you later.
0: All right. Bye bye. Bye.